We are so glad that you're here. If we only get the chance to tell you one thing, it's this. Give yourself some grace. We want to help you redefine failure and break down the intentional, internal work that it takes to know and love who you are. So that you can stop worrying about what other people think of you. Create consistent habits and thoughts that are going to serve you. Experience more peace and less anxiety. And confidently show up as your true self. I'm Jenny. I'm Joe. And this is Of Progress and Purpose. How's it going? We, for our part, are awake at 6.30 on a Saturday, so that's a fun, fun yeah. new trial. <laughs> well, usually we're doing this late at night, but we decided to switch things up, I guess. I'm a night owl. <laughs> I'm a morning person. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so we are a progress in purpose. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> but welcome to season three. We're excited. Should we do our confessions? Yeah. So my confession is sort of a confession for both of us, I guess. Um, because I do not like inside dogs. Dogs in my book belong outside because they're creatures that live outside. <laughs> um, but Jenny has a warm, melty heart and our dog, it's cold outside. It's the middle of the winter and our dog will sit outside this green door with its Puppy, Puppy dog, dog eyes. eyes. They're a real thing, guys. Yeah, and she'll let the dog in sometimes. Our dog's a little too crazy to let her just roam the house, so we have to keep her in a crate when she's inside, so we kind of just let her in to sleep sometimes. But I'm really mean, and I wake up usually at like 4.30 in the morning, and I go out and kick the dog out. <laughs> I always break the ice on her water though see how cold it is here's the dilemma do I want her to develop her warm winter fur coat yes I do but I don't even think she's cold as much as she just wants to be in the house with everybody because she loves us so much and I love her I feel like I've bonded with her more with her coming inside and it's not like it's super messy because I'm a really clean person and I hate hair on everything. It drives me crazy. So either in the crate or outside, sometimes we let her on the rug right there. But it's not like she roams the house. But she just wants to like sit in there watching us instead of sit outside watching us through the glass. That's all. Yeah. I guess that's nice. <laughs> Except for when she wakes you up at 4.30 to go potty, which is why he yeah, kicks her out. Yeah, she starts scratching on her cage. And, um, <laughs> or she starts scratching on her crate, and then it wakes me up, and I get grumpy about that. Which is understandable. <laughs> Do I get grumpy when I'm woken at 4.30 in the morning? Uh, you don't wake up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's valid, guys. I told you. Night owl. Yeah, and I'm a morning person, so. <laughs> my confession, that was sort of a double confession, which is good because mine is less funny. But I was not sure if we were going to do a season three of the podcast, so that's my confession. In fact, we didn't really announce it or not announce it because every season we take a three-month break. And I was kind of like, well, I'll just wait. 
till the three months are almost over and then I'll decide. I didn't know until we were done recording our bonus episode. <laughs> That's when I decided, okay, let's do season three because I have been thinking about the theme for this season, which is redefining our relationship with failure for months now. I had some materials that I was going to turn into an audio course originally. Then I just decided I don't want to be a small business owner. So <laughs> that's the truth, putting it out there. But I did want to get this info out there for you guys because I feel like it's really powerful and important. And when Joe was talking about never underestimating the power of a sunrise and not letting a sun sunrise go to waste. That's when I was like, okay, this is important, but that's going to be our theme for season three. And I'm excited. We have some good guests coming on. And what we're going to do is have them share their rock bottom moments with all of us, which is super brave and super vulnerable. But I thought, that would be the perfect way to illustrate what I'm talking about, that redefining our relationship with failure doesn't mean not having those moments. It's what happens after and how you respond to that. And I think it's going to be good. But I did have someone who really liked the affirmations last season. And because we just have one theme, we're not going to do monthly affirmations. So I decided to put an affirmation in every episode. So today's affirmation, you want to take that, honey? Yeah. I fail forward. I am brave. I am honest with myself. I am patient. Perfect. So our relationship with failure impacts our relationship with ourselves how we love who we are, how we give ourselves grace, how we give that to others, and our ability to grow and progress. But we usually try to avoid anything failure-related, and we don't actually give ourselves the opportunity to figure out how to make that work for us because the term has a negative connotation a lot of the times, and it's kind of heavy, which I understand. But I think... Another reason that we avoid it is because most of us, myself included, we view change as a state of being. Like one day, you're a failure. You do everything wrong, and when you do get it right, it's a fluke, and you are just trying and praying and hustling for your worth that hopefully one day you become a success and a new state of being. But one of our core messages is the message that you are enough right now. And hopefully you have felt that um, over the life of the podcast. And that lasting change starts with grace. If you want it to last, it has to start with grace. So it's not about becoming something that you're not. It's about tapping into the good that's already there and facing the uncomfortable or the dark pieces of who you are long enough to intentionally decide what you want. And that's a process. It's not a state of being and you're always going to be working on it. So so in the 12 step program to addiction recovery, one of the steps is to take a fearless 
inventory of yourself, looking honestly at the things that you're doing well, the things you're not doing so well at, the characteristics that you have, um, your weaknesses, your strengths, all of those things. You know, because if you aren't honest with yourself about those things, then you're not going to be able to to make any changes or to make any progress. And later, you continue taking that personal inventory and promptly ad admit when you're wrong, when you have something to work on, when you have a weakness. So we have to acknowledge both our strengths and our weaknesses. We can't just shove the dark parts of ourselves down inside and just hope it stays hidden. This reminds me a little bit of, of some of the things that Jordan Peterson talks about in his book, 12 Rules for Life, that we have to face ourselves and we have to face our capacity to do both good or to do evil. Um, and we have to be honest with that because there's no way that we can overcome the parts of ourselves that we want to change if we don't acknowledge that they're there. So to know, really know yourself and to love who you are is the secret to everything. We need more confidence, less comparison, more peace, less anxiety, more connection, less shame, more meaning, and roots in purpose. Less crisis mode or feeling hollow. But that starts with a frank evaluation of your strengths and weaknesses and learning to embrace the whole picture. Yeah, and we've actually done an episode about this. It was when we did the movie themes, and it was Star Wars, which is appropriate. And we talked all about confronting the darkness within and I think that that is you know it's normal to shy away from that but confronting our mistakes doesn't mean we're never going to make a mistake again so you don't have to be afraid of making a mistake and you don't have to be afraid of failure it's just being on the lookout and being aware for the times that you're tempted to veer off course of what you want and regularly fearlessly course correct. So if failure is not a state of being and we don't have to be afraid of it, then what is it? Is it possible to fail forward? And can we take a term that by default means not enough and turn it into a building block or a learning experience and letting that be part of the path to figuring out who we are and who we want to be. How do we do that? So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about this season. But we also have seven quick bullet point items for you today because I promised you guys lists. I'm a list person. So here's just a few ideas. All right, so the first uh, item we have on our list today is talk about it. Dispel the stigma, and we can't wait to hear the powerful stories of some of the guests that we have um, who are willing to show you what it means to experience setback and failure and then learn from that experience and overcome it. I think that's one of the keys is to talk about that, to see what that looks like in real life. Number two is feel your feelings. So before we can move on, before we can brush off the dust and say that we're fine, we have to have that validation that this is hard and we feel sad or angry or hurt or frustrated or uncomfortable with others and sometimes when it comes to failure we feel that with ourselves. I have used numbing out 
intentionally this week, yesterday, probably today. <laughs> it's only 6.30, honey. You haven't used it yet today. <laughs> um, sitcoms. That's what I'm referring to. I'm grateful for sitcoms in my life. So numbing out can be a useful tool, especially when you're in like survival mode. Or honestly, I use it for anxiety that if I'm feeling really anxious and stressed and I need to loosen up, then I will watch a comedy and it helps me forget and numb out and get some laughter in. So it's not that you should never do it, but I think that honest growth requires us to sit with our feelings and become a student of those emotions. What messages are they trying to send you? What needs do you have that aren't being met? So it's important to feel those feelings. And that brings us to our third bullet point, which is to feel our feelings, but don't feed them. Um, we need to kind of draw a line in the sand with our behavior. We need to validate those feelings, understand where they're coming from and what their purpose is. But we don't want to justify and perpetuate any negative, negative behaviors. Um, so setting healthy boundaries helps you practice self-care, protect trusted relationships, and prevent emotion-driven reactions rather than well-thought-out intentional responses. Yep. Number four, start fresh now, whenever you need it. Don't wait till the weekend is over or wait for the pandemic to end. You know, I was kind of excited for 2020 to end, and then it kind of felt like it continued on into 2020. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> so... Don't depend on your circumstances to decide what starting fresh looks like for you. You can start fresh now. You don't have to wait for the flashy new job or the forgiveness to be offered. When you mess up and you will ask yourself, what now? Because positive action is the fastest tool for getting rid of shame. And I know that from personal experience, especially I feel like as a mom of young kids, because I love my kids, but perfect parenting is not one of my skills. <laughs> so I don't think it's anybody's skill, let's be honest. <laughs> I think that's what redefining our relationship with failure is all about, is learning how to start fresh when we need it. And we mentioned last time from one of my readers on my blog that failure, it does exist. It's when we fail to learn from our mistakes. And I really liked that. I think that that's what starting fresh looks like is saying, what did I learn and how am I going to move forward with that? Yeah, I think that's really important. And I kind of want to refer back to what you're talking about, not waiting for you know, the weekend or for a new job or for the pandemic to end or, you know, whatever. And the funny thing that you said about 2020. Um, <laughs> and I posted this on my Facebook, you know, uh, around the new year. And I, I said something to the effect that if you don't do anything different in 2021 and you're just waiting for things to get better just because it's 2021, you're going to be disappointed you need to take action. You need to change something about what you're doing. If you don't change something about what you're doing, 2021 is pretty likely to turn out similar to 2020. And I understand that, you know, our circumstances, sometimes we don't have a lot of control over that, but we do need to learn from those situations and learning 
is defined as as a change in cognition, affect, or behavior. In other words, the way we think, the way we feel, or what we do. Okay, and if we don't change those things, we haven't learned. Mm-hmm. Which really was our fifth point yeah. <laughs> to learn something. Yeah, to learn something. Sometimes we have to look ridiculous in order to learn. We have to experience that failure. We have to have a 2020 every once in a while. <laughs> um, otherwise, we're just not going to progress. We? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we do. <laughs> There have been many 2020s and worse. Well, 576 was way worse than 2020. So I love that we've kind of turned that into a noun now. Yeah. Like, oh, 2020. There will be a lot of 2020s in your life. Yeah. Well, wait till it turns into a verb. I'm going <laughs> to 2020 that. <laughs> For us. Anyway, so it's, it's okay to have those things. It's okay to have a bad year. It's okay to have those things. But... Only if we are willing to go through that, take an honest assessment of it, and learn from it. Yeah. And I think something that you said in the last episode, too, is that sometimes if we're not failing, it means that we're not challenging ourselves enough. And I have been guilty of that a lot because of the perfectionist in me. If I want to... I do this with commitment, too. I don't want to commit, and I don't want to set a goal that I know I can't achieve because in my head that's prepping me for not having to fail in the future. But I think that you're right. Sometimes we do need to be willing to go through things in order to have those lessons. Okay, number six is get curious about your thoughts. Ask yourself, is this true? Maybe it's all or nothing thinking or justification or fear or a feeling that someone else is right to doubt you or mistreat you because sometimes you have that self-doubt or it's a feeling that, you know, everything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong and you just kind of get caught up in your head. But it's like Joe mentioned, that cognition if we're changing the way that we're thinking, it's going to affect the outcome. So don't be afraid to question the thoughts that immediately pop up. And they're going to. I have that happen all the time. And I've I've been working on self-development <laughs> intentionally, you know, aside from the living my life, which is also working of, of itself. But I've been working on self-development for a few years now, and those thoughts don't stop coming. You just get smarter about having a conversation with your head. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, you're telling me a lie right now, and I know it because of X, Y, or Z. Well, I think that's, you know, going back to, you know, where we were talking about the 12-step program for addiction, I think that some of these issues are are similar to an addiction in that someone who's... who's, uh, addicted to alcohol or some other substance, like, that never goes away. I think that's kind of a misconception that, you know, those of us who are not in that situation might have, is that that never really goes away. You just learn how to deal with it and how to handle it and how to refocus and stuff. And that's how you get over those things. It's not that it ever goes away. And I think that's the same with our uh, negative thoughts and our negative self-perception those things aren't ever going to go away. Like, everybody has those kind of thoughts and stuff. 
it's just learning how to deal with that, learning how to, like you said, have a conversation in your head and how to keep those thoughts from overcoming you and overtaking you. Yeah, and there are tools for that. We have an episode coming up about dealing with some of those negative thoughts and self-judgment. We'll go over a few of the things that I use when I'm battling myself. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of the Emperor's New Groove when he has like an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. But instead of trying to From tell above, me to do shall something. Just receive, shall <laughs> the wicked receive their reward. Uh, yes. That's like my favorite show, line in the whole movie. <laughs> that is a good movie. It has been a while. That's a good one. Yeah. So that brings us to point number seven, which goes right along with this is to understand that our worth isn't earned it's inherent and I think that's kind of a foundational part of this process to really not just to intellectually know but to really understand that whether we fail or succeed in a particular situation is not an indication of our self-worth period yeah so I really just wanted to kind of break it down for you but we will go into more depth on a lot of that throughout this season. Plus, we'll be talking about the power of taking a break from self-help and filling your tank and how to do that and the importance of sharing your story because I'm so grateful for the people who are willing to share with us. And I think it's going to be be fun. So buckle up. <laughs> yeah. So our one-liner for today is failure is not something to be afraid of. And our journal prompt is to write down a frank and fearless list of your strengths and your weaknesses. I have a few parameters for you. Number one is your weaknesses should not be a list of regrets or physical attributes, but qualities that might not come naturally to you or require a little extra work. And also your list of weaknesses should not outweigh your list of strengths. Because I can promise you that they don't. That is another mind game you're playing with yourself. And you also have a whole week to do this. So I challenge you to ask other people for their input, particularly when it comes to your strengths. But perhaps, you know, if you have people that you really trust, you can ask for a weakness or two. I think sometimes that outside perspective is helpful. Yeah, I really I really think that can be helpful because... Others can often see things that we don't see in ourselves. Yeah. And we have a new section for you this season as well. Um, Application or homework, if you will. So. Yeah. So your homework for this week. um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a teacher. I I know exactly how to phrase (laughs) it. Your homework for this week is to go home and do something outside of your comfort zone. It doesn't matter if it's a big thing. It doesn't matter if it's a small thing. But pick something that might be a little bit of a stretch or a challenge for you. You might even use your compiled list of weaknesses to help you choose. Maybe you try out a new skill, cook a new recipe, try out a new sport or something like that. Have a conversation about something you don't usually talk about. Extend an invitation. Share a talent. Let the house be messy for a day. Clean the house. Something that is difficult enough that there's a possibility for failure. And you don't have to necessarily succeed with this. Just try it, okay? Just go do something that's a little bit of a challenge for you. And this is an activity that you can practice. You can implement this over and over um, in order to expand your comfort zone. Yep. And for a recap, 
change isn't about becoming something you're not. It's about tapping into who you are and living in alignment with the kind of life you want. Failure is just another way of saying practice. It's a learning experience. And if everything goes smoothly, great. You just got a little more comfortable being uncomfortable. And if it doesn't, that's great too. Just keep learning, keep practicing, keep getting back up. And finally, don't be afraid to take that frank evaluation of yourself. All right, that's it for today. Spread love. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Tell us how the journal prompts are going for you, what you learned, or what you need the most right now. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Of Progress and Purpose. And if you ever think of someone who might like to hear us think out loud too, feel free to share the podcast with a friend. It doesn't matter how you do it. Most of all, thank you for being part of our community. We know your time is valuable and we hope you love spending it here as much as we love having you. See you next week. Hey, the kids stayed asleep. I know. That's a, oh, also, you have glitter in your eyebrow. I waited till the end to tell you. That's what was in my eye <laughs> all night last night.